There's a lot of naysayers out there, as any entrepreneur would know, where people will shut down your idea or don't believe in you or think that the idea uh, needs to be changed or you know isn't according to their agenda. But what you really need to be able to do is just put your head down and, and get with your team. Take constructive criticism. Hey, what's up? It's Dez, and I'm back with another episode of Positive AF Podcast. I'm here today with another special guest. Whether it's coffee, food, music, or wine, these channel a special connection between people. My next guest is John Bazo. He's an entrepreneur, investor, and managing partner of My Wine Society. The story of John becoming one of the co-owners of My Wine Society started with having a passion for wine that led him to become an early investor in the company. John talks about that moment where he knew he needed to fill the gaps in the wine industry through tech and education. And now, please welcome John Bazo. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Positive AF Podcast. I'm your host, Des DaCosta, and today we're back with another exciting episode, and I'd like to welcome John Bezo. John, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, John, you know, I like to set the mood, set the tone in a fashionable match, um, in a fashionable manner. So I would love to know, what are you grateful for right now? Sure. What I'm grateful for, um, mainly, I mean, my health is one thing. You got to be thankful for that. My family that's around me, my loved ones. Um, and, you know, going along with all those things combined, really the opportunity that with my company and my, my colleagues and all of everyone on our team, we're able to put together um, some pretty cool things for everyone out there in the United States this year. And it's pretty cool to see um, us come out of quarantine and bounce back as a company. So I'm very thankful for the opportunity um, that everyone on our team um, has put together. And so we can help give our love and our positivity to others out there as well. Yeah, I think we definitely matched up at the right time because coming out of COVID, you guys all have an amazing story of how you in your industry of wine and you actually do a couple different things, but that's just one sure. of few of many and um, how you connect people. So I'd love to talk more about that, but you know, again, it's an honor to speak with you today. Why don't you give us some details about who you are and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Well, thank you very much. Um, again, John Bazo, I'm the president of my wine society. Um, we have a full team and staff uh, put together. Uh, our found, co-founder and CEO, Sean Evans, um, originally started the company back in 2017. It's a technology application-based company to help find wineries and help provide a social media platform that's safe for wine consumers specifically. Um, I was an uh, early investor within the company, um, ended up leaving my corporate job back in 2019, got a chance to meet up with Sean. and. Um, then from there on, we've started working together and kind of spawned the company off into different um, divisions as well. And so with My Wine Society, we wanted to bring the app to life. Um, by doing that, we did a wine culinary festival in 2019 in August and had a, close to 3,000 people come. It was a great daytime party, if you will, with all wine and music lovers in uh, San Diego, California. And from there, we said, hey, we got a thing. This is something that we can really, uh, you know, move forward. We've got some great people that we can hire on and really take it to the next level. And both of us being in the event production uh, space in our previous careers, thought we could really leverage our relationships 
to help expand on that. Um, then quarantine came, COVID hit, and you know all live event and social interaction, if you will, what came to a screaming halt, um, as everyone had out there. We uh, decided to do a couple of different things, but one uh, with my wine society specifically, we decided to pivot and create um, a loyalty club, a wine club subscription uh, to provide wine uh, for those wine lovers in their homes. Uh, we saw that a lot of people weren't going out to the um, bars anymore because they were closed. So we wanted to provide an opportunity that my wine society could stay relevant to people at home. So from there, we created our loyalty club division. Now we have a full uh, programming where we give two bottles of wine and selected uh, curated gifts each month uh, that really tie into that month's theme and provide it to our customers. Um, from there, we wanted to bring a blended back um, in a big fashion. Um, we hired some amazing partners that really helped uh, leverage other relationships and opportunities out there. And now we have three festivals that my wine society is putting on called blended festivals. Um, really cornerstone of the event is our hundred foot wine tent that we still want to have wine as our main uh, source of curation for the event. We also have a culinary stage, a welcome village, a wellness center, and a, a VIP village yeah, that's sponsored by Maxim Magazine as well. And most importantly, we wanted some big headliners to come. So um, our festivals in Nash Nashville and Austin, we have Cascade, uh, headlining, and then in San Diego, we have chain smokers. So we feel that it's a next level event that we can provide for everyone in those markets. It is very next level. Yeah, you guys combine a lot of diverse areas and backgrounds in music and culture, and as well as location. You have three different um, cities that I will be putting yeah. this event on. So, but before all of that, why wine? What was it that led everyone to form this community around wine? Sure. I think wine for me specifically come from an Italian heritage and Italian descent. It's always been kind of a cornerstone of culture for uh, me myself. Um, I really developed a passion for it uh, in undergrad, as uh, you know, most people do with uh, through different uh, alcoholic beverages or adult beverages rather. Uh, but I took some wine courses and I really fell in love. Um, I think and feel and believe that wine is something that you can consume from the planet. And that energy and love and experience that you have um, as you consume it, you share with others. And really, for me, wine isn't something where you really sit at home and, and drink by yourself, like, say, some spirits are. Wine, to me, is a celebration every time you open a bottle. And there's that curation of the plant itself and the, the, the vines that grow. And then it, there's such a uh, process that it goes through to create that transfer of energy from the ground itself into the bottle into then now you plan it for a meal and celebration with friends and then you consume it. And obviously you get to have the elixir of fun um, after having wine. And so it's always been a passion for myself. After I left my corporate job, got the opportunity after uh, business school to go to Italy for some time and work with Santa Margarita Winery as a consultant. And so really helped further my love for that. And then that's when I got a chance to meet um, up with Sean and he had this great idea um, that was already in place and I wanted to jump on board and, and help take it to the next level um, as well. So I think wine's a passion for all ages as well. Um, you know, with us at My Wine Society, we feel that wine is consumed mainly by, uh, you know, baby boomer generation, if you will, or older people. But what's really cool is today's day and age with ready to drink beverages, wine's becoming, I'll say, more hip or cool for younger people to enjoy. Um, it's not just, you know, that dark, heavy red wine that you have with a heavy pasta meal anymore. It's, there's a lot of variety out there. 
um, and you can, can enjoy it at all occasions. And so it's the elixir of life to me, and it's something I'm very passionate about. Was there a specific gap or problem in the wine industry that you guys are trying to fill, or why exactly an app and that need sure. of you know entering the wine space? Sure. Yeah, we feel that uh, within the wine industry specifically, even the production process, it's really an old uh, school way of production and also the marketing side of it. So we wanted to really tie in the technology um, of today's day and age and 2021. I mean, even as we're progressing through and a younger community, um, you know, those um, elders will continue to pass and the new generation we wanted to bring up through a technology age. And so we felt that there was a gap missing through wineries on what they're able to provide the consumer. And we feel that My Wine Society um, is a great um, opportunity to fill that void and get people drinking wine, you know, when they're able to first at 21 years old. Yeah, yeah, it really is an educational experience too, like you said, from growing of it, you know, the agriculture side of it to the bottling and marketing and getting the awareness out there and how to properly taste wine and understand its history as well. Yeah. I mean, even to your point, there's so many great wines and families and stories out there in multiple countries that have great wine and beverages to share with others, but they don't have a platform and opportunity to communicate to people around the world. Um, you know, with the internet in the 90s and, and as we're progressing through with, you know, uh, smartphones as well, uh, there's really an opportunity to touch point people all across the world through different ages as well and help share uh, what people are able to create. Yeah, I'm sure your success has not come easily. What are some of the challenges that you face along the way? Sure. I mean, with anything as a startup, uh, you know, there's always a desire and need to help share your vision and dream and passion with others. Um, you know, there's a lot of naysayers out there, as any entrepreneur would know, where people will shut down your idea or don't believe in you or think that the idea uh, needs to be changed or, you know, isn't according to their agenda. But what you really need to be able to do is just put your head down and, and get with your team. Take constructive criticism, which we feel is very important. Um, take feedback and pivot as necessary. And that's a great part about being a, a startup. Uh, you can hire people um, if they're able to produce. Great. If not, you know, you can uh, change situation and move on. Uh, so the challenge is, you know, like with any startup, getting investment funding, delivering for our investors, getting the right people in place, uh, making sure you're constantly um, being, I'll call it like active and having activity. Uh, knocking on doors to wineries, uh, knocking on uh, different relationships, really wildfire spreading your business card out there so everyone can see and hear and know what you're able to deliver. Um, those are always going to be challenges. And you know, when everyone was locked in at home, we didn't really have an opportunity to do that. We had to use social media marketing really as a platform, and which is great. But there's so many other methodologies out there that we really want to be able to take advantage of. And now we're able to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I don't know if there's a clear answer for this or if you guys are doing work on it, but I thought I'd just ask, you know, you mentioned that there is a separation between kind of the old school wineries and new school and wanting to bring everything into the 21st century with this technology. Are you guys doing anything to fill the gap though for those who might be a little bit more old school? Um, we really are, our main vision, I guess, is to bring the young wine consumer uh, to, up into age and education on wine as a culture in itself. Um, but that's why we feel blended is a great opportunity for all uh, demographics to join and get together. Um, you know, my mom, my dad, my aunts and uncles are all going to be coming to our events, obviously, to support their son. But, you know, you have 
the, you know, people in their 60s, 70s, 80s able to attend the event. And then you have people all the way down to 21 being able to come. Um, and we have something for everybody. So in our wellness center, there's certain things that uh, certain people might enjoy. We have an adult playground where people can play in obstacle courses and giant beer pong, uh, play volleyball, things of that nature. Uh, we even have a mini golf course at one of our events. Um, the music headliners, you know, are probably for today's day and age as it gets later in the day. But during the daytime, we have great local acts that all ages can enjoy. So, you know, to answer your question directly, yeah, we want to be able to target specifically all wine um, enthusiasts to come during the day. We have multiple wineries, local and on the national brand, um, being able to pour at our events. And no matter what age you are, as long as you enjoy wine and want to have a great time and and during the day, uh, we encourage you to come. And so we're also helping too, as people learn and, uh, you know, say in that older mentality of not using technology, we want to help educate. And so we've developed an app that we feel is very easy to use and very user-friendly, uh, providing education courses to make sure people have it on their phone. And that way, simplifying the process um, as well. Another tie-in too is for our loyalty club. Uh, we're delivering it directly to people's homes. So we're a DTC, direct-to-consumer uh, wine program. And you know, no matter what age you are, it makes it for a great gift to, to ship to grandma or a college student. So we have some cool gifts in there that everyone will enjoy. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff that you guys are doing. And I'm really looking forward to the Blended Festival. Yeah, thank you. Guys you. are having it in San Diego, which is the closest one to me, along with Nashville and where's Austin. Austin? Austin? Yeah. But I know that San Diego is the one I'm going to go to because it's on my birthday oh, great. as well. So just hint, hint. October 15th and 16th in San Diego. There you um, go. So yeah. My birthday's the 21st, so. That's oh good. my gosh, that's so good cool. To be able to celebrate then as well. Yeah, oh, right on. <laughs> well, I wanna give you some rapid fire questions now. Okay. And, you know, just feel free to answer them however you feel fit. What right, I'm nervous. people don't know about you? Something people don't know about me. I am actually a former um, ballroom Latin dancer. Um, after I played college football and after I graduated, tried to get girls to like me for one. So lost a ton of weight and I really enjoy, um, the Latin culture, you know, as well, going along with the wine is, itself and the Latin music. And, uh, so I wanted to learn how to dance. I love dancing and I didn't want to be the guy that didn't know certain genres of dance. So took it upon myself to go to dance school, um, hit it off with, uh, the owners of the facility, got a partner. We started dancing and competitions together. We got a chance to dance in Argentina, um, and travel the world uh, throughout the United States as well, too. And so I'm a competitive ballroom dancer as well. Good to know. So we'll see you breaking a move, busting a move <laughs> at Fulton's Festival. We'll see. We'll see what happens. How much wine we consume while we're there. Yeah, that all depends. What is your all-time favorite wine on that note? Ooh, okay. There's so many. Um, there's so many great wines. I am a huge fan of chateau saint michelle portfolio so uh in a red i'm very biased uh to 14 hands i've had some great experience with that wine they're the official sponsor of the kentucky derby i got a chance to go to some events um got to go to the actual winery itself and they have a great uh genre of wines um at chateau saint michelle so i really enjoy them um, my first wine that i actually ever fell in love with was riesling because i went to undergrad in upstate new york and that's where the riesling grape grows very well so uh, again, Chateau St. Michel has a great Riesling, uh, even though they're in Washington wine. When I first started drinking it in New York, I uh, fell in love with that uh, genre of grape. 
Um, also very biased to Italian wines, being Italian. Uh, Pinot Grigio, I uh, got a chance to live in Venice, Italy for a little bit. And uh, again, worked for Santa Margarita. So Santa Margarita's Pinot Grigio is one of the best. What is your favorite self-care ritual? <laughs> self-care ritual. I would say uh, working out and going to the gym. I'm big into fitness. And for me, it's a chance to kind of decompress um, and forget everything. I started amateur boxing um, back in 2019 as well. And so been training for boxing pretty heavily, uh, competing in matches. And for me, it's a good chance to uh, really, you don't forget anything else when you're in the ring or think about anything else when you're in the ring other than, uh, you know, the sport of boxing itself. And that's great because I feel like we put so many hours in at work and we have, we do um, have such a great team and we're very passionate about our work, but it's always good to have that mental break um, for yourself and challenge yourself to do other things. And we believe in work-life balance and that's very important to us. So self-help care routine is 100% go to the gym, uh, grind out during the day. It just provides an elixir for yourself that you feel so much better. Know you can accomplish anything in the work day. Yeah, Absolutely. So, John, you're an investor, partner, you're an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, doing a lot of different things. What does success mean to you? Sure. You know, I think most people value success on a possession or monetary side of things. Um, what I've learned throughout my life in, in through a lot of trial and error and some hardships uh, growing up is success to me is peace of mind. And I think that's the best way at 36 years old, I've been able to develop and, and understand the definition of success. Um, I'm very fortunate to have a loving family. Um, I rely on my family a lot for a lot of things. And, you know, having that part of it, um, I feel that I have a very stressful uh, career, if you will, on the entrepreneur side of things. But knowing that everything will be okay. You know, at the end of the day, you just, as long as you have a strong relationship with your faith, you you live in a balance, you know, I'm not saying go extreme one way there, it's live in balance with health. Um, but having peace of mind, that's success, waking up and knowing like, I'm going to be okay in life. That's very important to me. And having that freedom from your mind, I think is a top uh, key aspect for me. I think that's a great message because especially with a lot of the culture now going into like the roaring 20s is what we're calling it, you know, 2.0, if you will. Sure. After COVID, everybody's trying to be on some kind of hustle beast mode mentality, whereas we need not forget where we just came from and how much balance we were able to incorporate into our lives. You know, I think that's a really good reminder as far as as much as everybody wants to sprint right now. And yeah, by all means, sprint. Um, make sure to balance it out a little bit too and be sure. happy at the core of it. Yeah, Maybe John. it's the Libra, the Libra in me having you know, the astrology of yeah. scales, but you have, to have balance. you have to have fun. You got to be able to go out and decompress with friends on the weekend and have a good time. And then you got to know how to grind and get after to work too, right? You got to be able to be the yeah. best of both worlds. So exactly. Very important. Yeah. What's next for you? Do you have anything coming up? Sure. Well, you know, we're heavily uh, invested and in time and financially in blended festivals. So we're excited for those to come uh, forward. Um, you know, for me, um, I love traveling. You know, I'm excited to get back on the road and see the, the other parts of the world I haven't got the opportunity to see yet. Um, sure. You know, I, I think it's always good to start something. And one thing I learned from my previous career is if you leave, you know, start a position, do well at it but leave it in a position where you can hand it over 
and the next person is able to succeed and do it better than you. Um, I think that's another definition of success. And so, you know, as we're building this company um, in multiple different divisions and hiring so many people on so quickly, I think if we can help develop each division um, well and then hand it off and know that someone can take it and run, that's a huge uh, win because it's like, look, you created something, but they're going to do it 10 times better than you because we hired better, smarter, uh, more intelligent people to help take that to the next level. And that's a win. It's a win for everyone. It makes them feel good and it makes you feel good that you're the you know, founder of it, but yet, you know, handed it off uh, for next tradition. So, you know, what's next? You know, we're going to continue to develop My Wine Society, uh, branch out for multiple different um, genres within wine, maybe even provide our own type of uh, white label wine for community. Uh, we've kicked around the idea of bringing uh, NFTs to the marketplace for wineries, the non-fungible tokens. Uh, we think that digital asset would be a great aspect for My Wine Society since we have such a strong relationship with wineries already. Uh, continue to develop the app. We're going to continue to develop our festivals as well, too. Um, and then, you know, move on to the next thing. But I think regardless, family, uh, faith and wine will always be a part of my future. So that's, that's very important to me, regardless of where I am. Great advice. Yeah. yeah. Great advice. Very actionable, clear and very excited for all the things that you have coming up, too. We're coming to a close. But I really want to make sure that anybody out here listening can connect with you. Where can they find you? Sure. Yeah. So you can uh, see me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is John, J-O-H-N underscore Bazo, B as in boy, A-Z-Z-O. Uh, my email, you can connect with me via email as well. It's my first initial J, last name, Bazo, B-A-Z-Z-O, at mywinesociety.com. Uh, that's another great way to get a hold of me. Constantly able to check my phone as we communicate through, but you know, social media platforms on Instagram and email, I think are the best business ways to communicate. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for your value. And I really do appreciate all the value that you've shared today. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me. That was great. Thank you so much for lending me your time today. If you found a moment of zen through this episode, I kindly ask that you leave a review on iTunes so that this message might reach more people. For daily positivity and to join a community of awesome humans, follow us on Instagram at ThePositiveAF.